What day? I, t- I was like, FaceTime question mark, and you were like, I'm watching a movie with my nephew. Yeah. I'm like, who wants to FaceTime Okay, here we sick? go. Let's start the show. Here we go. <laughs> Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are scrubbing in. The gang's all here. Well, Amy was here. I don't know where she went, but... She'll be back. She'll be back. Everyone else is here. Roll call, Tanya. Here, here, here. Mark. Present. Easton. Hello. (laughs) I was like, he doesn't have a mic. (laughs) Present. Um, What's going on? You just came back from... uh, the uh, dead. From the dead. Yeah, the dead. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how severe it was, but from the text and what I saw, it seemed like you may have had a <laughs> strain of the deadly flu that's taking hold of our country. So I came to the conclusion that it was not the flu because my temperature wasn't high enough. I was being sarcastic, but oh. you were acting like it was. <laughs> I felt like it was. Everything took me down for two full days. Okay, I had the flu. Like, I actually had the flu, and I was down for, like, ten days. Yeah, so, so I, it wasn't the flu. It was just a bad cold. And I also didn't want to talk to anyone or FaceTime anyone. I didn't for one day. For the first day, I didn't want to talk to anybody. And then I got bored. I, w- I am an excellent sick person. I act sick even when I'm not sick. I lay in bed. <laughs> I binge watch TV shows. I eat junk food. Tanya is like, it's what you would expect when you have a little kid and you're like, they need your attention, and but they don't feel well, but they still are needy. Yeah, it's weird because like a lot of a, a lot of my friends offered to like bring me things. Like they were like, can I get you soup? Do you need medicine? Like people were just being so like overly nice, but I was like, I don't need anything. In 2018, like I have my phone and like <laughs> I'm very like self Sufficient. Self-sufficient. <laughs> Were any guys trying to bring you stuff? <laughs> Not one oh, male, except for my dad. Okay, Love you, dad. Old dads are the best. Yeah. But why? I mean, Not why would one. a guy offer to do that? If they were interested, I'm telling you that I, I was going to go there. Yeah, like, that that's should a just, sign. That should uh, prove to you that I have zero interest in me whatsoever but like we don't really have any aside from tim tebow there's not been anyone that you've hung like talked to or anything that's true i guess so it's not like hasn't talked to tim tebow yeah uh, yeah there's been some like exchange though yeah (laughs) just where are we on that just so everyone's up to speed okay brief update um we got exchange phone numbers whatever um and very (laughs) brief text messages and they're all about like the night, night to shine. shine his incredible event yes. which was really a big hit and good for him yes um not very flirty <laughs> are you being flirty or are you trying to be it? flirty ryan tried to get her to send a video he sent a video of highlights of night to shine right yeah yeah and ryan tried to get her to send a video back right right of what of us dancing in the studio <laughs> i was like he's sending this like heartfelt like close to his heart charity video and i'm gonna send back here's us dancing in the studio it could be perceived as mocking his video right. she didn't want to do that so we didn't send yeah it. i that i'm glad that you said no to that one yeah so i'm still pondering my next move it's not over yet well it when, has to be a double text at this point it's fine so what when will you just give up yeah like when will it be over when i'm walking down the aisle <laughs> Oh, I pointed Lord. out to her that he's going to be in either Port St. Lucie, Florida, or Binghamton, New York, for the next seven months. Which one? 
Uh, it's, that'll be determined at the end of spring training. Yeah. Oh. But the point is, he's not available. She wanted to ask him to chalk prom in June. I said, he's got a game that night. The baseball's every day. I know, baseball. Baseball players are tough. I don't know that you would like dating a baseball player. Becca would like dating I was going to say, player. that is right up my alley. But <laughs> Unavailable from March yeah. to September every So year. I don't have to see it, but do I have to watch baseball? Because that's, that's a problem. Um, but this is the slow burn. Like I'm in for the slow. I'm in for the slow. The long game. The long yeah. game. Yeah. This the is end not. Game. This is not. What is it? Love is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah. Yeah. And what you were getting at before we went live with this is you kept FaceTiming people when you got bored. Yes. Nobody, I love FaceTiming. But nobody else does. Uh, I got rejected. Mark, thank you, you rejected her. Do you agree uh, with no, me? No, I'm. Not? I'm saying no. She's the only person I know who genuinely likes to FaceTime for no it. reason. I love her it. And five-year-olds love <laughs> yeah. FaceTime. Like, I was going to say my nephews. I like right. FaceTiming my nephews. My kids love it. Uh, shout out to Haley Steinfeld because she always accepts my FaceTime. And she FaceTimes you, too. Yeah. yeah. She's, like, one of my only, like, yeah, friends that really reciprocates. But that night, I was really, like, wanting to talk to somebody. This was, like, day three in bed. And I texted my our friend Raquel, and she was, like, not available. And then I was, like, texted Sophia, and I was, like, FaceTime question mark? She's, like, oh, I'm losing. You know, I can't right now with my voice. And then <laughs> wow. And then, and then I texted Becca, and I was, like, FaceTime. Well, now I'm pissed that I was like, third. I'm watching, because I know you don't like to. Oh, well, whatever. Um, so that night, I just, back to my parents. My parents <laughs> always like, answer my FaceTime. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what parents do. Yeah. <laughs> So. They're there for you. Yeah. And what were you doing at the time, Becca? Um, I actually went and surprised my family. Well, my sister's birthday is Thursday, and so my parents were drove into uh, Louisiana from Florida, and so I was like, I'm gonna fly in and surprise everybody. By the way, Becca's so good at surprising. Her mom called when we were on our way down to Chalk the other day, and Becca was knew this whole time she was surprising her. It was so cool, calm, and collected the whole phone conversation. <laughs> I was like, I would have completely given that away. <laughs> Well, there we've discussed that there's that difference Different. between us. <laughs> but how did it go? Did they cry? No, no, no. There's no tears. But everyone was like, "Oh my!" Like I totally surprised. No one had any idea. Where were the, set the scene? Where were they when you made your entrance? So this was the problem. I had never been. My sister, my brother-in-law, my nephews just moved down south to Baton Rouge, and so I haven't been there. So I pull up, and there's a gate code to get into the complex oh. of the condos. I'm like, shoot, how do I get this? And this is at like 9 a.m. there, so it's 7 here. And um, so I text my, I call my sister, or I text my sister. I'm like, hey, do you have a, co- a gate code? I'm getting, I'm ordering you something for your birthday, and I didn't know if I, if they needed that to get in. Oh, good. Smart. Good. And, and then my mom was like, this is weird. It's 7 there. Like, why? This is, seems suspicious. So they like looked out the window. They could see me like from oh. there. So oh. I really would have surprised them if I had known the gate code or if there had been a gate code. But um, yeah, it was Jake, really fun. What? Couldn't he have given you the gate code? I, I never even told him. I oh. literally didn't tell anybody. Oh, I thought he knew for some reason. No, I was going. Remember I called and then he was like in the car with her. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, oh. it was good, though. It was good to see the fam. My nephew, um, Jackson, who's the oldest, he's eight. He wanted to stay with me both nights at the hotel. So I didn't get a whole. I'm tired. I haven't slept a lot. Did you totally used to stay with it. your family? I still do. They just live in a place, right? They're like transitioning in between buying oh, okay. homes, so they didn't have enough beds, like for my 
and I didn't want to put anyone out because I was the one who surprised them. And so I was like, I'll just get a hotel. But normally we all 12 of us stay in one place when we're together. Um, but I got a hotel and Jackson wanted to stay with me. And so it was cute. But he. he mom life. He yeah, did. It was like mom life for a couple of days. But he is scared of the dark. So he slept pretty much on top of me. And he's big. He's like a so big eight year old. Yeah, it was it was fun. So I got back late last night. Had a long plane ride. How's Phoebe doing? Phoebe like does not miss me when I'm gone. It's really it's hurting my feelings. She loves Caroline and Hannah. My she loves everyone so much more than me. That's not true. <laughs> no, it's true. But it's so funny to me because it's like I'm getting a feeling of what other people feel like towards me. Or, like, how I treat people, you know? Oh. Right, right, right. So it's like I kind of have perspective on, like, oh, that that sucks, but I move on quickly. Right. Like, that didn't feel good. Yeah. The Tilly aloofness yeah. is coming back at you now. It really is. It's like she is me as a dog. It's really interesting. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's the that weirdest is, it's thing. interesting, actually. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say I got called out for, you know, acting like indifferent towards our relation, our friendship um, on, on the last podcast, like some of the emails. And then I got some tweets. And so I felt like I tried to be more like attentive to you last week, not when you were sick and I was home because like I am like don't even have my phone when I'm home, really. But I felt like I I was like more attentive to your text and was like kind. Did you feel like that? I didn't feel a giant shift, but <laughs> I'll try and pay attention. For, I did, you did say yes to going on a walk with me today, oh. so that's yeah, nice. yeah. Where are we going? We're going around walk town. into Country Mart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, yeah. So I was like, you know, I don't want, I don't ever want, I don't think that you feel like I'm like indifferent about our friendship, but I also was like, oh, maybe. Maybe if people are picking up on that, I act like that. I don't want that to be the perceived feeling. No. And I know that like, I I know in my heart of hearts, like if I ever needed somebody like you, like you're my best friend. You really are. Like I would, like if I needed something like in an emergency or, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you're always there for me and I know you'll, you'll always be there for me. And that's what matters. Alicia. (laughs) (laughs) We're very different people. We have very different dynamics. And I think that's kind of what makes our friendship so special. I know. I mean, I like I said, I I know that, you know, you're clearly like my best friend, too. And so it's it's like one of those things where I'm like, I know it and I feel like, you know, it, but just so the people know it, because I think we play it up a lot on here. It's like I'm needy and Becca doesn't give me any attention, but I just wanted to set the. What? I'm so touched by what just happened here. <laughs> it's so sweet. I've never seen two people confess their feelings for each other like that, and it was really nice. It's so true, though. Like I, um, uh, it's hard. You don't want to say like if a bad thing happens, or you know, like you're my emergency contact on my applications for the houses I've been <laughs> filling out. That is a step. It's a, a big step, but it's true. Like I know, and I knew we do play it up a lot. Yeah, you know, because we are very different, and I think we both understand our our strengths and our weaknesses and how right. we are different. But um, at the end of the day, like you literally are like family to me, and I love you so much. I love you. Can you spell Tanya's last name? Oh. R-A-D. <laughs> That's what you put on the applications? R-A-D? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hopefully they don't ask for the real name. I do have it in here, but I can say it. Rowdy Sadievich. 
No? <laughs> what is it? Rodney Savjevic. Oh, well, that was my Southern version. Yeah, Southern version. That was pretty good, though. Well, I'll do that, too. Now, I, I didn't do a Grace quiz, so people are going to be mad at me about that. But I'll also do kind of a uh, how well do you know each other test for you guys. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh. Almost like a newlywed game kind yeah, of thing, but for yeah, friends. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I'll do that for next week. That's kind of, okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Did you guys see the clip of Chrissy Teigen uh, on Ellen DeGeneres? It was so funny. She was playing the game. It's called, like, You Don't Know Jack About John. Uh-uh. And Ellen was quizzing her about John Legend stuff, and she had no idea. <laughs> it was funny. the funniest thing. She was like, what was the name of the song he won his first Grammy for? And she was like, uh. <laughs> she like, had no idea. It was so funny. Yeah, I feel like I'm like Chrissy in the sense that I would not know those, like, But she knew, like, a couple things. things like, yeah. You know, like. His first band name or something. Yeah. What was it? I don't know. He's in a band. Yeah. Um. So you started watching The Good Doctor. No, not only did I start, I finished. I'm completely caught up. 14 wow. episodes. 14? Yeah. There's 14 episodes already? Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Did you, so you never got bored with it? No. That show is so fantastic. And here's why I want people to watch it. <laughs> here's your pitch. Here's my <laughs> elevator pitch. I think it really opens your eyes to, you know, people with um, developmental disabilities. Sometimes they don't get like, I don't want to say that they credit that they deserve, but they they have such a different perspective on things mm-hmm. that I think oftentimes because we don't understand, we fear it. When in reality, I think they have so much to offer and that different perspective mm-hmm. is like you actually see in the show. Yeah. It's life saving mm-hmm. at times, yeah. you know, and it, it does take nurturing and it does take you know he he has like kind of um like a not a mentor but kind of a guy that's kind of helping him and it does take somebody like stepping out and actually helping right making an effort making an effort Mm -hmm. but i do think that people with developmental develop developmental disabilities have such a different perspective and things to offer that i think it's so cool that that conversation is being opened up and Uh explored and it's just I don't know. I think it's really beautiful. I think the actor is amazing. He's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. It's such a great show. I'm just so happy that it's there. I just did the math. Over the weekend, you spent 10 hours <laughs> and 20 minutes watching The Good Doctor. Not only did I watch that, I watched <laughs> all of The Resident. Oh, my God. And um, a couple, I think a couple episodes of 911. And I watched some old Sex and the City. This is why you were FaceTiming random people because you were <laughs> this just is desperate my for dream human content. Yeah. yeah, I love this. And I tried I'm to jealous. read, like I was trying to read because I was like, I just want to watch so much TV. And then I just was like, so just like, bleh. Maybe I'll keep watching. But I'm good. so bummed tr- because we were supposed to get your mojo back this weekend. You did? Oh, because you couldn't go because you were sick. Yeah. Oh. Well, wait. Also, though, the problem was that Phoebe was acting really weird Phoebe on Friday, sick, right? and I had to take her to the the emergency hospital, which. Ended up being literally nothing. The doctor's like, she's pretty acting pretty crazy back there trying to get away from everyone. I was like, all right, maybe she faked me out. I don't know. Like a kid not wanting to go to school. Oh. Um, so, maybe yeah, I wouldn't have been able to go out. But it's okay. We're going to get my mojo back. So what is the status of your mojo right now? Mojo still so where it was. Still, yeah. still just resting on a low level. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing mine too while we're at it. Like mine's slowly going downhill too. Maybe like your cycles match up. Maybe your mojo also matches up, and that's you know bad. how oh. you get your mojo back. I'll tell you how. You like someone. You get attracted to someone, and your mojo. I had... know you can't force yourself to do that though. No, but it, right, of course not, because you got to wait till they show up. I had like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I always have like a little mojo, but I had like, I'd say like a medium level mojo, and then when I started liking someone, my it's like at a ten. It's so, it's a problem. Wow. 
10 out of 10, maybe 100 out of 10. Wow. Like, it's just like, hey. <laughs> and it's because I like someone so much. And it's kind of awful. I'm not going to lie. What? It's super awful. Liking someone so much? Yes. Yeah. I love it, but it's also awful. And I, like, want him See, all the time. That's, that's, that kind of, we bring back to my, like, me allowing myself to feel that. Because it's so good. But yeah. it's so scary. Scary. And yeah. stressful and hard and confusing. And you're just literally, I cry happy tears, sad tears all at the same time. Every day. Every day. That's a lot. Every day. I don't Not know if day. I can, I don't know if I want that mode. I don't uh, want that mode. Right. The, yeah. the hundred out of 10 is rough. I want to have like a strong eight. Where are you at right now out of 10? Like four, mm. four or five. Not like Six and dropping. Yeah, six and dropping. It's waning. What are we saying Mojo is? Just like that, like, uh, yeah, like I got my mojo, my my confidence. I'm like, good, yeah. 100 out of 10, and it is rough every day. You know what really helps your mojo? Oh, I know what helps your mojo. What is it? Having clear, good skin. That'll do it. Having hydrated skin, having Mm -hmm. clear skin. Lucky for us and for you, there's BioClarity. Um, BioClarity is very gentle on your skin. I've noticed mm-hmm. it's not anything like sometimes I try products and they're very intense and whether they're working or not, they affect my skin in a way where it's like, oh, it gets worse before I see any improvement with BioClarity. It's gentle enough that you don't notice any like drastic negatives. It's all positive. Um, yeah, I was just talking about this. I feel like your skin is such a. It's a, actually a really important part of your confidence. Because I used to have back knee real bad. We talked about this on the radio yeah, this morning. Yeah, I know. And so I'm, now I'm regretting <laughs> saying it on the podcast. So I'm like, should I admit that I had back knee? It's kind of gross. I have a question for you guys. On exfoliating, you know exfoliating? Mm-hmm. How long do you exfoliate one spot? I've been literally meaning to <laughs> Google this for like weeks. I think just one swipe. One swipe. I, I thought it would be like, like a couple minutes. You'll be down to the bone pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been to like an exfoliating treatment, and it's just like it's it gets in there, but it's gentle still. Yeah, gentle. Um, wait, so thirty seconds? You guys aren't answering. I don't I know. Ten that. seconds. Yeah, ten seconds for a nice exfoliate. Um, the good thing about BioClarity is that it's delivered straight to you, and it's easy to use. And it's three steps. And it's 100% vegan plus gluten and cruelty-free. I love that. Yeah. So they have a cleanser. They have a treatment. They have a restore gel. And they have a hydrate, uh, like a moisturizer. Hmm. Um, And you can use the whole three-step ritual um, twice daily. And you don't have to worry about excess irritation. And there are no harsh chemicals in the products, which is awesome. Yeah. And if you want to start using BioClarity and get um, glowing, clear skin, just go to BioClarity.com. Right now, you will get your first month for only nine ninety five plus free shipping. That's I was gonna really say really good deal. I don't. I really want to stress to y'all how amazing that deal is because there's no other three step system or anything that you can get for that. I mean, price. I just bought a salad for fifteen dollars. <laughs> so I mean, this is like legit. Okay. <laughs> um. So it's nine ninety five for the first month, and it's free shipping. So it's a twenty dollars savings, and it comes with a hundred. F- percent risk-free money-back guarantee but you have to enter the code becca so once again that's bioclarity.com and enter my code becca
Amy sent this over, this thing in the New York Times over the weekend. It's very uh, controversial. Oh, what is it? It was written by a woman, but she says that women over the age of 30 should not wear yoga pants. As I'm wearing yoga pants. Even at the gym, it says. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What was her point, really? Just because it's impossible to not be self-conscious? I, I guess she said, like, we don't need... To- she says in there somewhere, we don't need to see your, like, dimply skin coming through your yoga pants. I and I was just like... this... Right, because like yoga (laughs) pants can make you look good. Well, yeah, and everyone loves yoga pants. Like, is there an age limit to yoga pants? In your opinion, I don't think so. No, I would have very choice words. A strongly worded letter to her. Strongly worded. Well, give it, give it to her. But go ahead. F you, f you. I can wear whatever the f I want to wear. I love wearing workout. I wear workout pants. Probably 90% of my life. Well, here's the deal. Because they make me feel comfortable and confident. That's what I was going to say. If you feel good in them, and if you want to wear them and wear, like, maybe a longer shirt over them if you don't feel great, like, with your, you know, showing your butt. But that's a personal thing. Totally. If you feel confident enough to wear yoga pants, and wear yoga pants. And I, like, I might have peaked at 20, but I'm going to re-peak at 33. (laughs) She says the yoga pants and other types of leggings are bad for women. More specifically, add to a general and sexist sense of pressure women feel to look hot at all times. I don't even understand what she's talking about. I don't get that was a dumb article for her to write. I also have issue with people saying like moms can't wear bikinis and like Well, I, just, I have a list of those things actually. Fashion age limits. It's just rude and unnecessary. Well, back the, her point I guess is that it's part of the uh, self-objectification of women because you are then stared at by all around you and that sort of thing and I'm not agreeing with anything she says right, I'm right, just right. trying to explain her point of view. Right. But is there any age can grandmas wear yoga pants? Yes, if but but I don't wear crop tops cuz I feel like there ain't no reason for me to be wearing a crop well, top. There are I think some of these things you do age out of. Like let's yeah. talk about nose rings. What age but it's okay to wear a nose ring. I think it's all a personal right. preference. I don't think there's any like, I do, I'm I've never wanted a nose ring. I just haven't. Right, but, but it's fine. Moms, grandmas. Yeah, if I think there are certain things that people can wear at a certain age that you can't wear at another age. But yoga pants is not one of them. Have you stopped wearing anything as because that was more teenager years that sort of thing? Well, no, I was going to say, yeah, I think you grow out of things just naturally. But I think if there's someone who is in her 40s and she's like an artist and has tattoos and a nose ring and that's her style, then do it. I mean, we're not like wearing like butterfly clips in our hair. I wish we were, though. (laughs) Maybe we should bring those. back. let's talk about bringing butterfly clips back. What about long hair? Everybody, uh, women always chop their hair at a certain point. Yeah. You know, very very few moms have long hair. (laughs) Is there an age limit to long hair? No. No. Over the age thing. Like, <laughs> I'm over it. If you want to wear a crop top at 43, you wear a crop Mini top skirt, at 43. Stiletto heels. No, because you can. I'm 44 and I wear short, oh, short, short. But this is not my good area. You have <laughs> to know have your good areas area. And bad areas. That's what I'm preference. saying. Yeah. It's like if you have a, if you have an amazing stomach and want to show off your abs at 40, do it. Yeah. But my thing is. The thing is, is that you have to be prepared for opinions like this person. True. Like, people are going to have opinions about it. So, and you have to be able to say, okay, if the stereotype or the the suggestion is that I don't wear this outfit at my age, then people, if people are going to say something, I have to be ready for it. Right. And everyone's got an opinion. Oh, <laughs> Ain't it the truth. Yeah. Let's Freak. talk. Can we talk about Fergie for a second? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel... Uh, Okay, admittedly, 
I've watched it several times and have laughed through the whole thing because of the facial expressions. Mm-hmm. However, I I genuinely like it hurt me for her that her statement release was an apology, like apologizing that because people were saying like, wow, that's the worst we've ever heard. And it, it was like disrespectful to the country. <laughs> so what do you think she should have said? Just maybe like, exactly. whoa, tried a new, I tried a different uh, version of the song, clearly didn't go over well. She did say that. I know, yeah, yeah, but I, it made me sad that she was like, sorry if I like offended anyone, basically. I was like, no. Oh, <laughs> this is the hardest stuff. It's hard to mess with that song. You know, like she tweaked it a bit. A bit? <laughs> <laughs> you don't tweak with that. It was literally what, like, how my dad would sing it, like joking around. Totally, like with like too much emphasis on things. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's how you would sing it totally. if you were like going to sing the national anthem. Now I have a question. Do we think that people were mean commenting on it, or is that the nature of the beast? Like we're allowed to say. Oh, I mean, the thing with this, with social media now, it's like. You can do one simple thing and you will get destroyed for it for what? Like a few days and then they're on to the next thing. Yeah. And I think the thing is when you're a public figure, you open yourself up to that. You know what I mean? You sign up for the Super Bowl, you're going to get criticism either way. You sign up to sing the national anthem, you're going to. I think that's just part of being a public figure. Was she right to apologize or should she have been like, hey, that's my thing. Sorry, you didn't get it. Move on. I think she should have been more like laughing it off. I it like made me sad that she felt the need to apologize. Like, was anyone genuinely offended by that? People were just being like silly and making. But I think people were like, "Ooh, ouch, that sucks." So I think she was kind of going. I think she kind of did the right thing because she's like, "Look, I tried something. Sorry, it blew." Okay, so if you're Fergie, do you come back again and sing the anthem somewhere else and nail it? Or no do you just, shot. Just, no, go, no. just, just say, go away. hey, I tried. I failed. I was several. I made the meme world much more hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I put a smile on Chance the Rapper's face. Yeah, and he has such a cute smile. Yeah. People like forget him. in one day. I was going to say, I mean, I used to think when being on The Bachelor, it was like, Oh my god! If I do anything, it's gonna be like life altering, and then right. it'd be over the next day. And then, yeah, talk about something new. I was gonna say, then someone else would be, mm-hmm. you know, ready to take the take, take the, the criticism. Pie. Should we talk about Aniston while we're at it? Then oh, we should actually. <gasps> yeah. Okay. I thought something was going on because you know I have a radar on Jen Aniston. <laughs> And I noticed I hadn't seen them together in a while, and they weren't as, like, any time I did see them, it was, like, a shot of them leaving somewhere or something. It was just not, my my sensors were on were high on. alert. So you, like, felt this coming. I, I wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, the shocking, devastating blow for me. I You know, I'm beginning to think it's her. Here's the other thing. I watched an interview with her on Ellen for Ellen's birthday, and they were. She was saying how she. They all went out together all the time, whatever. And a lot of her friends thought she said something like, "Yeah, I think people are starting to wonder if I was on your team or something." Who? Jennifer Aniston saying oh. that to Ellen. Oh. And oh. I was like, Oh. 
I don't know. I don't know. I think who are we to judge people with failed relationships? Because, oh, right. I, I mean, mean I, there's zero what? judgment here. I just, I don't know. I want her to be like, it's almost like I just want her to be happy no matter like what it's like. Do you want her I back mean, with Brad? No. I think he's kind of strange. I mean. I want her with Ross Geller. End okay. of story. Ross Geller. That's Schwimmer. Yeah. Nobody. I mean, I love friends. them. They're like Ross and Rachel <laughs> yeah. were everything in Friends, but I don't. Jen and Jen and David don't do it for me. Uh, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I, doesn't America think. want Jen and Brad back together? Yeah, America does. Yeah. I just. But not thinking, you. I mean. I like it for the narrative. I was gonna say but, I but love the story of it. She didn't but. want. She doesn't want kids. And, and he, he has six kids. <laughs> so how are they gonna get past that? That would be. That would, be a, that would be a conversation you'd yeah. have to have. It's not like he has one or two. He has six children, and she I doesn't want any. My main thing lately is that we're all so judgy of everybody. Just judgy, judgy, judgy. Me too. Judge duties. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm reading this article, What Will Happen to Jennifer Aniston's Engagement Ring? Like it's the freaking Neil Lane thing from The Bachelor. <laughs> it's like, um, I think she gets she gives, it. Or she, has she, a, or she gives it back. I just, I mean, did y'all look at the article? They showed her house, like all her uh, like interior design. Mm-mm. It's amazing. Well, and all the armchair quarterbacks that are like, Architectural Digest, they weren't photographed together, and now they're selling the house. So maybe she did Architectural Digest to help sell the house. Everybody's oh. got their. I love how everybody's body, saying body. that um, Courtney Cox is her lobster. They're Aww. like, maybe her friend's just her lobster. I'm like, oh, could be lobster. true. Yeah. It's like, what does it mean you're lobster? You and friends on TV's like, he's her lobster. Like every lo- they, like every lobster's lobster, mate, they, they stay together for life. Ah, like like penguins. Life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was there was like a perfect lobster for every lobster had its pair or something. I don't know. I just made up my own story. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mark totally bought it. I did. So I just we felt like going. everyone else would. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that TMZ thinks they may have never been married in the first place legally? Yes. Juicy, Wait, what? juicy tidbit. Mark explains. T- TMZ says they cannot find any marriage certificate for those two. They had the big ceremony in Malibu with the house and everything, but they can't find any legal record of it, which is an interesting move. And Meaning I, like what? Like they never wanted so to So they're be married? not married. They, they wanted not... to be married with quotes around it, so everyone thought they were married. But right. in the event of this happening, it's so much cleaner to not be married. Yeah, just they peace basically out. just broke up. Yeah, peace out. Lobsters do not mate for life. They... <laughs> They mate by a weird system of serial monogamy. So they aren't catting around, oh. but they do not mate for life. I liked my version better. I liked mine better, too. What was yours? That every lobster has its pair. Like, it has its pair? Yeah. Like it has one, its match. has its match. Yeah, okay. so like every, every lobster has a soulmate. Basically, what it all comes down to, whether Jen wants kids, whether she doesn't want kids, whether she's with Brad, whether she's alone, whether she's with... A girl, I want her to be happy. Yeah. I've been rooting for her for so long. I mean, I think she's she like seems who I wanted happy. to be. Yeah, she, she seems she? happy to yeah. me. Well, she's probably, if she was never legally married, then she's probably really happy right now. She's just moving on with her life. Mm-hmm. And if she wasn't happy with Justin Thoreau, <laughs> why stay in an unhappy relationship? Preach. I totally agree. Totally agree. That doesn't sound good. Being miserable is no good. Yeah. But you also have to remember there are ups and downs, and sometimes when things aren't great, right, they you should push yeah, through. Yeah. How much time do you try to figure that out? I know. I'm that's too single a, to give this advice. I know. It's such an interesting question because it's like, it is true. Like, obviously, marriage isn't, I mean, I'm not married, but it's not a walk in the park. Peaks and valleys. Sure. When there's a valley, 
how long do you ride that out? Depends how deep the valley is. Mm-hmm. And how many kids you have. Yeah. And what is what too. is the valley? Like, wh- how serious is the valley? Right. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, at what point do you throw in the towel and, uh, and what point do you work? I think you work. Mm-hmm. I think no matter what. I mean, uh, short of infidelity, I think you work. I mean, Amy and I have been married for 15 years. There have been ups and downs, but no, no downs so serious that we ever. But considered. if you have the right. downs so serious for a long time. Yeah. I think you really have to think about it. So here's how That's I have, true. A, if it's I have all a different down for scale. A long, long time. I have a different scale and I'd like to know what you guys think. It is how happy are you? I call it my how happy are you scale. So if like I'm 80% happy, well, that's a solid yes. If I'm 20% happy and 80% this is not good, time to go. Mm. You know what I mean? And not one day. I'm talking for like. A duration of time. Yeah. Because yeah. no amount of work is going to get you, is going to fix things that can't be fixed. I'd be interested to know whoever's listening, <clears throat> if you've been in a relationship or marriage, if there's been valleys or if you have advice on this since we're, you know, kind of like shrugging yeah. our shoulders. Because I know. think, I mean, for me, I think I only want, I only want to be married once um, and I want it to last forever, obviously. So I'm hoping that. So what happens if you get married, Tanya? Yeah. And, and it's all good, right? And it's going great. And then you've got a couple kids and things get hard and people change and you are unhappy and you know you're unhappy mm-hmm. for years. I mean, I think I would hope before it got to the year mark, I would like really dive into it and like deal you're, with you're it. You're still unhappy. It's you're I unhappy. think I could work through it. But also, th- it could be out of your control. Like I've always said, Amy and I will never get divorced. But the truth is, if Amy stops loving me, we're getting a divorce whether I want to or not. You know, if Amy decides she's out, she's out. So it's not always up to you. Oh. Well, what about your parents? Tell That's the story. So Have you told the story of your parents? Um, that they got divorced and remarried? Yeah. I don't think you've told that on here. No? Mm-mm. Tell it. My parents got married when my mom was... The years are going to be a little fuzzy, but my mom was, I think, eight, she moved here when she was 18. They got married when she was 19. Moved here from Serbia. Moved here from Serbia. So they got married young, and then um, they had me, my sister, and my brothers, three kids, and then they got divorced when I was five. Um, it was a very amicable divorce. I never felt, like, deprived as a child. I felt equally loved by both my parents. Um Split my time two weeks with my mom, two weeks with my dad for probably like eight years. And then mm. 10 years, at like year nine, they started dating again. And then they got remarried. And now they've been remarried for 10 plus years. And they'd say the second time was better than the first, right? Yeah, yeah. It's such a good it's story. I know, it's I a love crazy that. story. It's such a crazy story. I know. It's, I don't know. You're the only person I know who has a story like that. That other than like a movie. What's weird is that like when they were divorced, I was never sad and never wanted them to be together. Like I like they were both really happy parents, like very present in my life. Like I felt like really good in both. Like you were never like, oh, get back together. Never once. And then when they got back together, I was like, this is so weird. I don't like you guys together. This is like (laughs) creepy. Like I was so used to seeing them apart, you know, and now. I couldn't imagine. I can't even imagine them being separate. Separated. Did they have like, relationships when they were split up with other people? Uh, my mom did. Yes. Oh, um, good question. Yeah, good and I met like I li- liked him a whole lot. I, I'm sure my dad did, but we never met her or met 
any girl. Sure. Yeah. And so I never knew if my dad did or not, but um, my mom did. He was great. Like everything was so great. You know what I mean? Like I never felt. How long was she with that guy? Years. And he was like a stepdad to you, kind of. Yeah. Like very, you know, very involved. Are you still in touch with him at all? Mm-mm. No. Whoa, I'm learning so much. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Yeah. It's really crazy because, and but now that they're like together, I can't even imagine them apart. Like to me, like yeah. they're like, they've been married for 50 years. Yeah. Wow. And like, I like, I love my parents so much. The way my dad adores my mom is like nothing I've ever seen before. Yeah. And I think that's why I have such like a high, um, Standard. Not high standard for my partner because yeah. I just see how much my yeah. dad has yeah. always adored my mom. You know, it's like so sweet to see. Yeah. Well, as you should. Yeah. Um. All right. I want to get to emails. We'll we have you thread up and then we'll do emails. Okay. We have a stack of emails. I'm so excited. Finding a great deal. It's really one of my favorite things to do. How about you? So ne- you love your parents and finding a great deal. I do. Yeah. 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 I love a great deal. Um. I want to talk about thread up because. It is such a brilliant concept. Um, if it's a, so, ThreadUp is basically an online thrift store. I don't particularly love going to the thrift store just because you have to kind of dig around, search through it. I don't like shopping. You don't like going to any store. (laughs) I don't like leaving my house in general. So this is just another added bonus. So, um, basically, it's an online thrift store, so you can shop for like amazing deals there's designer options it's up to 90 percent off retail price that's so, insane by the way 90 percent off retail that's I like no and there's 10 percent of what you would pay that's that's the math on that. <laughs> that was a good math some good math um there's over thirty thousand brands on the site so i think free people dresses for ten dollars j crew jeans for twelve dollars kate spade handbags for thirty dollars awesome. um yeah it's it's amazing ThreadUp makes it super easy to shop by personalizing your experience. You can use very specific filters to save your sizes, favorite brands, and price range to find exactly what you're looking for. Um, every item goes through the 12-point inspection process. So the items are in um, very gently used condition and may even have tags on them if they weren't worn at all. I like the inspection. Yeah, I mean, it feels good knowing that. Yeah, it goes that you're like closed. I've been in a lot of thrift stores. There doesn't seem to be any inspecting. I was yeah. gonna say the thrift stores I've been to looks like there is not an inspection process. So yeah. this is very and good. And the fact to know. that this is a twelve point inspection seems very thorough. Yeah, um, they offer free shipping on qualified orders and super easy returns. So don't wait another minute. Get online. Go to threadup.com. Mm-hmm. Um, ThreadUp is offering Scrubbing In listeners an extra 30% off their first order. So you're basically going to pay like 50 cents. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can't get a better deal than that. So go to threadup.com slash Becca. That's T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash Becca for an extra 30% off today. So fun. It's from Jamie. Hi, Becca and Tanya. I love you both so much. I always listen on my way to work and can't help but crack up laughing. I also love Mark. Aw, Jamie. (laughs) He seems to always say what I'm thinking. Well, thank you, Jamie. All right. I'm 25. I've been dating a guy for five months. Things have been great. I really hope it works out. We don't live together yet. At what point in a relationship should you start doing normal things around a person? And here are her examples of normal (laughs) things. Pooping in their bathroom. Farting in front of them. Eating ice cream and sweatpants with no makeup or hair done, coming home sweaty from a workout. That's a wide range to yeah, me. Yeah, I was going to say, wow. Okay. I feel so comfortable around him, but I wanted him to be impressed by me. P- 
P.S. Would Happy Saturday work on Ben Higgins asking for a friend? Well, Jamie. Oh, Tony. Tony's, Tony's, still Tony's uh, dying over here. You good? No. She just needs some water. So let's take these one at a time. Yeah, okay. Let's go in reverse order. Actually, first of all, I love that she loves you, Mark, because we love you, too. Oh, thank you, Becca. That's or, I agree. And, um, yeah, so start. Let's Well, let's, let's start with, down. like, coming home sweaty from a workout. Yeah, Mark's like gold. I say, oh, thank you, Tanya. I say now. I say it's fine. Oh, I think yeah. it's great. I, I wouldn't even think about no it. No issue there. Yeah. I totally agree. Uh, like first date in. Eating ice cream in sweatpants with no makeup and oh. your hair. That's now. first date material. Yes. First yeah. date material. Do it. Because that's everything. Yeah, that, yeah, and, yeah. and I think as a guy, I'm looking for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want somebody who has to be made up to watch Netflix with me. Let's just relax so and that have just a great weekend. And ruins Netflix if you have makeup yeah. on. Okay. Uh, farting in front of them. Never. Okay, this is my thing on fart. I, I grew up in a family that thinks farting is so funny, like that kind of humor. So... I think it's funny when it happens like accidentally, like when a girl accidentally does it. And that those stories are like my favorite. But I personally, I'll be honest, I burp a lot, like belch loudly, but I don't fart a lot. So it's not been an issue for me. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard you fart. Yeah, I like don't. It's not like I hold it in. I just like don't. Have you ever heard me fart? I don't think so. That's pretty impressive. Next week's show. (laughs) I'm getting some microphones. (laughs) Um, so you don't do this in front of your guys. Tanya, do you ever do it in front of your guys? I used to. Like, I was pro poop and fart in front of your partner. <laughs> Tanya like, said I was... she'd leave her door open while yeah. she was pooping. Yeah, because, okay, you guys know, and, um, spoiler alert, um, I have really, <laughs> I have GI issues. Okay. So I, like. <laughs> spoiler alert? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I have problems going to the bathroom. And so it takes me. <laughs> It takes me a minute to go, and so I have to sit on the toilet for a long time. So I like to, when I'm in a relationship, leave the door open so that I can engage in conversation so that he knows I'm not just, like, <laughs> pooping the whole time. That I'm just... <laughs> what? A bad idea? Yes, that's the worst. Well, this is how I used to be, and now I'm not ever going to do that anymore because it led me down a terrible path. That's... Thank you. I don't, that's not why... <laughs> That's not why that ended, though. I, you know, we'll never know. You think that could have been a factor? I don't know, but I think I, sh- I think I should if- leave the bathroom stuff to myself. Okay, I do agree that you need to maybe not do that. Maybe keep some romance in there. <laughs> but I don't think that was a if that was a deal breaker. I feel like he would have been like, "Hey, can you maybe like just shut the door, yeah, yeah, talk like, through the up. door?" Like I give myself, I set my alarm twenty minutes earlier in the morning so that I can sit on the toilet for twenty minutes. That's how long it wow. takes me. And I it's always in the morning? Decompress. I have to sit there. I have to put my feet up on the squatty potty and just like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wait, the squatty potty's new though. That wasn't always that was a new. Thing. That's a new thing. But it helps. It helps. And I really like, I. that's a thing for me. So I think my partner has to be like Open okay to that. with that. Amy, get us a squatty potty endorsement because that just, that was natural right there. Oh God. Honestly, game changer I one. I have tried one and it, it was nice. It helped, but I'm <laughs> Tanya I'm not has like problems in that area. Yeah, I do. So I, I think it's it. I think it's I mean I don't I, you know 15 years together 20 years together and we don't do it in front of each other and it will happen accidentally and it's funny when it does. Yeah, but I, I it feels disrespectful to me to just let her rip in front of yes. her. Yes, God, yeah. I don't love. I personally don't love it, but like I. I did know Robert couples, ever fart in front of you? No, like we didn't fart. Like brothers, and, and are, I like did not do any of that, according to Robert's like 
Brothers yeah. are way different, Becca. Like the fact that you can do it in front of your sisters and brother, that's fine. I don't know. I said Robert. No, no, no. I know. But she was saying she grew up in a family oh, where yeah, everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is fine. But I draw the line on the like, my guy will not know. That's why whenever we go to a hotel, I'm always looking like, not that we go to hotels, but I'm looking for two bathrooms. Or, or yeah, or, or visit the lobby when you need to. Well, I can't two go bathrooms. in public. Oh, well, then you got to Some hotel rooms have a powder room I mean, if you get suite. like a suite. Yeah. yeah. And I will spare no expense <laughs> because it's like. No, really, the key is get a good spray that you can spray and just like Poopery. mask it. Poopery, yeah. yeah. Get us another spawn deal, Amy. <laughs> Poopery okay. and a squatty potty. Well, thank you, Jamie. That was a fun conversation. Wait, so basically, what do we say? No okay. farting, no pooping. I say, I say hold that as long as you can. And if you ha- if it comes out on accident, like, laugh about it. Everyone does it. It's right. just, But don't, don't, like, like, Dutch oven him. I was going to say. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was literally about to say, don't do it and hide him under the blankets. That's rude. <laughs> But some people like that stuff. So if that, yeah. I but mean, the I, other stuff, I'll do it. Come home sweaty from workout. Yeah, he, wants yeah. to see, he wants to see you sweaty, and he wants to see you without no, any, without makeup. Really does. And <laughs> Netflix is not cozy with makeup on. All right. A- anonymous. Six months ago, something happened with this guy I liked and his best friend. Okay, so here's the deal. So she and this guy have been talking on and off for three years. She wanted a relationship with him. She said she told him that she wanted that, but he never made a move. Six months ago, she flirted with his best friend. They all went out. Long story short, the best friend was making moves. And the first guy ended up catching her and the friend messing around together. She says, I did not know he would care since he never wanted to date me. And he'd always be with other girls. So what's wrong with me making out with his best friend? We've never crossed that line each other. After that, we didn't talk much, though I did try to apologize several times. He never let me explain my side. The few times we did talk, he would make me feel as though I was worthless to him now because I made out with his best friend. And I just couldn't handle that anymore, so I cut off all communication for my own mental health so I could finally move on. My question is, how do you move past something like this? Fully move on from a person you never really dated, but you let them go without any closure. I hate burning bridges. I hate leaving things on bad terms with loose ends. So this is new to me. I'm 25. Thanks, Anonymous. Hashtag, hope they're not listening. <laughs> Y'all, I've actually been through something so similar to this. I was hanging out with a guy, and we weren't dating, but we had we had kissed, but that was, like, it. But it was very, like, you know, rare, far and few in between. But I ended up making out with his little brother, which is similar to best friend, but maybe worse. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't even talk to me or let me like explain my side there was i so there was i still to this day have no closure he blocked me on social media i still i'm still blocked which is weird because i haven't even like i don't think about him often but um like it was the the hardest part for me was that i couldn't just say like i'm i'm sorry or like i don't know what happened or explain my situation or like my point because i think his brother he obviously his brother got to explain his side of things. And I'm like, well, what did he tell you? Right. Like, I don't know what his side of the story was. I mean, what happened happened, and it wasn't like anything could be fixed at that point. But I was I was frustrated because I didn't even get a chance to, like, explain or be able to even just say, like, I'm sorry that I hurt you or that made this uncomfortable. So <laughs> my advice is just, Well, like, here's your platform now. Maybe you can apologize now. Oh. I'm sorry. I don't think you have anything to apologize for. I didn't. Well, well, technically, it was it was he had feelings for me, and oh, I knew that he did. And, and the and the thing with the brother was so random, and like there was no like. Who is this? I can't. 
okay, I'm not going to say it on here. Mm. I don't think they, I doubt they listen. Do I know this person? Yeah. Oh. Um, brother. Is it Jess? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I would make out with his little brother, though. <laughs> but no, I think it kidding. all comes down to, like, sometimes, like, when people are, like, dating or, like, if someone kisses something. Like, I think kissing and dating is so subjective to people. Do you know what I mean? Like, some people could just kiss whoever and, like, not really care. And some people, a kiss could mean the world. I know. And so I think it just, that's kind of. But, so you broke this guy's heart. I mean, he had feelings for you and you didn't reciprocate. And then yeah, you I think it was like. You broke his heart. Angry, yeah. yeah. And like, it, it was more of like, I hurt him in the sense that I didn't want to date him. But then, you know, had whatever with his little brother. So I think that. Uh, I think his feelings were totally justified. And whether he still reacted the same after I talked, it, it wouldn't have mattered. I just wanted to say, like, be able to explain it and talk to him about it. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. So That's unfortunate. Yeah, but I totally get where she's coming from. Anonymous, though, I don't think that necessarily she has anything to apologize for. She doesn't. Only because it's a best friend, not a brother. And also, she made it clear that she was interested and he didn't take her up on that. Right. Right. So she yeah. did she really do anything wrong here? He clearly, clearly he has feelings for her, or yeah. he wouldn't be so hurt by this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why didn't he ever make a move? Why didn't he ever say anything? I think you said it. You, we've said it a lot. I think people are we're all scared. Everybody's scared. We're all scared. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that it the fear has people missing out on a lot of opportunities, and instead of instead of accepting like, oh, I should have made that move. And since I didn't, I lost out. He's lashing out at her He's or making her, her feel like she did something wrong mm-hmm. and putting the blame on her. So I, I think she needs to just move on and not like not try to get like try to let him explain it to her. And I think eventually if he really likes her and cares about her, he might come around. Mm-hmm. Should she make any efforts? Because if she still has feelings for him, should she try to mend this bridge at all? Because he clearly has feelings for her that maybe the. Maybe this was what it took to find that out and they can build something from this? I feel like she tried already. Like, I feel like at this point, if she's kind of tried to make amends and he's been the one that mm-hmm. makes her feel guilty, yeah, he's like her. he, yeah, then she needs to move on, which is, I know it's easier said than done, but eventually you do move on. You just don't talk to him. You don't see them out of sight, out of mind a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And then if he makes, if he's able to be mature about the situation and really wants you, then he's going to come back around at some point. That was excellent advice. That was. Thanks, guys. Uh, I picked out one that's directly to Becca and one that's directly for Tanya. Let's start with Becca. On the last podcast, Brooke says, you all touched a little bit on Becca's experience on The Bachelor. She even went to say that she wasn't too interested in either of those relationships. Oh, yeah, I got, yeah. But since Becca made it to the final two on Chris' soul season, would she have accepted his proposal at that time if Ooh. he chose her? Um. So, oh, wait, go ahead. There's another. There is. Also, would Tanya ever consider going on The Bachelor? She would kill it. <laughs> she would kill it? Uh-huh. Kill it. <laughs> it would kill me. <laughs> oh, I'd be an emotional basket case. But you would go on there, wouldn't you? What? You'd go on there, wouldn't you? No, I don't think I could do it. Really? I think if I was the one that like got to date oh, all you could of be them, the I think I could do that. Mm. But I don't think I could. No. We do a lot of training before you went on. <laughs> a lot of mental, emotional training to get you ready. I think it would really mess with me, like dating the same guy. And like, you know me, I like making girlfriends. So I feel like I would like be friends with well, these girls. Well, you do, naturally. That's what yeah, you do. Yeah, but then I'd be like... But I like that guy. I, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, it's, I don't. It was know. rough. I think it would be hard for me. Yeah. Um. I for first of all, when I said that, I I don't know what how I what context I said it in. I liked both of those guys, Chris and Ben, 
And with both of them, my problem was that it was such a short amount of time, which I knew, go, especially going into Ben season. But with Ben, I was a lot more intentional about why I went on specifically to meet Ben. So I was already mm. had those feelings for him starting off. Whereas Chris, I hadn't watched the show, so I didn't know much right. about him at all, even if I'd like him. Um, I don't know if I've ever said this publicly, but I'm not on, under contract anymore. So um, juicy. Um, when I was on Chris's season towards the end, I told Chris that if he proposed to me, I couldn't say yes. And I don't think they showed this wow. because I knew that if he proposed and I said yes, I would be saying it just to appease everyone who was right. watching the show and like him and you know I didn't think it was fair because I knew that my heart wasn't there and I also had told him that I wasn't in love with him yet and so for me to accept a proposal after I had already said I wasn't in love with him seems so backwards to me and so I told him like basically if you want to choose me choose me but I don't propose to me right and um, so that was kind of that was why that's why when it ended the next day well that happened the night before that I don't think they showed it in that order but when he broke up with me in the barn there was no I wasn't there wasn't this like shock because when I told him that I was like I mean that just changed the game as far as well and he's probably getting all this pressure from like producers proposal big finale and I think there was uh the season before was Juan Pablo and he didn't propose he just was like I want to date you and they were like we can't like that can't happen again you know so they needed a proposal and I I genuinely think Whitney was like who he was like as far as what he came on the show for I think he that's who he wanted right but I think for we had this like we liked each other and we had chemistry and it was like I was I think there was the hard to get aspect of it for him that he was intrigued by, but yeah, I basically told him that I wouldn't, I wouldn't say yes to a proposal. Wow, interesting. That's, that is interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was a tough conversation, but I was like, okay, I either say yes, and I'm like, what did I just do? Or he proposes and I say no, and I'm like the most hated person ever. That's a lot of pressure. National television, he's down on one knee, everybody watching. I mean, you'd have to say yes. I'm just like silent. They cut to commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Becca's just like, he's like, okay, say nothing if you mean yes. (laughs) Blink twice. Blink twice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is a lot of pressure. And you think about these couples that go on the show and they get engaged and they break up soon after. It's like, yeah, because... The guy's down on one knee. Like, a lot of people aren't going to say no in that situation. Right. I just took care of it before it could happen, which he ended up breaking up with me. So it was never, it was a really a moot point. Some at that would point. say that that's, you sabotage that relationship just the way you sabotage. Yeah, I sabotage most of relationships. But that one was more for, that was, I actually was thinking about him in that situation because I was like, well, yeah, I don't everybody want involved. It. Oh, that's scary. The, yeah. The, yeah. 50-50 chance you're going to get proposed to it. If you're not feeling it, I think it's yeah. the right thing. Yeah. It's a ballsy conversation, though. I was... You remember? I remember after Did that night... Did you have some good mojo? I feel like you probably had some major... Oh, oh was yeah. Eight or nine I had back yeah. then. Yeah. Mojo <laughs> back then. Yeah. She had a solid nine. This yeah. one's just for uh, Tanya from Krista. She wants to comment on Tanya's outlook of her 10th partner being her husband. We discussed last week that Tanya's been with nine men, and she's planning on not going into double digits, or at least going over double digits, mm-hmm. and marrying number 10. Mm-hmm. Throughout my life, I had the same outlook. All of my friends thought I was nuts. In oh, college, too. I had a little too much fun and got to nine. Lo and behold, I met a great guy who turned into number 10 and then turned into my husband my oh. final semester of school. 
Your idea can work. Love the podcast. Keep it up. P.S. Tanya, your laugh is one of the best I've ever heard. (laughs) Krista. I agree, Krista. Wow. Me too. Krista, thanks. That's like, um, that's nice positive reinforcement from a listener. And I thank you. That's Mm -hmm. nice. Because everybody thinks I'm crazy too when I said I had like a, I didn't want to go past. Single digits. Yeah. Oh, Uh, I didn't think it was crazy. Elizabeth has an interesting uh, question. She's obsessed with your podcast. She says, I listen when I walk my dog, and he always looks at me like I'm crazy when I die (laughs) laughing at everything you guys say. Her best friend just got engaged, and she really hates the guy. Oh, no. He's done some terrible things to her over the years of their on-again, off-again relationship. Cheating, lying, blowing her off, breaking up with her, you name it, he's done it. She always forgives him. They're good for a few months, then the cycle repeats. She's tried to move on many times. She blocks his number. She ignores him, but then he shows up at her apartment or her work and convinces her to get back with him. I've had many conversations with my friend about how much better she is than him and how she deserves so much more, but she is committed to him. After three years of spending so much time and energy to convince her otherwise, I've decided to support her decision to be with him. What I do need is, it, is advice on this. I know she's going to ask me to be her maid of honor. How am I going to give a nice speech at her wedding without lying and saying I love them together and I love the relationship? I truly cannot think of what I would say. Any advice? That's a tough one. Oh, no. I, I think this is easy. Oh, great. I, I've i been in a situation where I've been at a wedding and the bridesmaid and the grooms, like the, what is that? Groomsman? Mm-hmm. What's the main Who? guy? Oh. Best man. Best, best man. man. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Um. Where they, when they deliver speeches, they focus on their memories with the bride or the groom. And maybe at the end, it's like, I, she could even just say, I just want you to be happy. And it yeah. keeps it a little more vague. But I think you focus, when giving a speech, you focus on your memories with her and y'all's friendship and that beautiful aspect of why you're that person standing next to her mm-hmm. and not make it so much about them as a couple. Yeah. I think that um, nothing good comes from you sharing your dislike of her fiance. To be totally honest, unless he's like physically, yeah, yeah, harming her in any way, you don't know what it's like being on the inside of anybody's anyone's relationship, and you're not in that relationship. She is your best friend, and I think you have to like just respect that she sees something in him that you may not see, and um, you have to work past it. As much as that sucks, I've had friends that dated guys that I didn't particularly love and I had to just swallow it and say I'm a different person than them you know but I'm reading it's not like oh he just has quirks that she don't like I just reread it it's like cheating blowing her off breaking up with her constantly it's kind of lying to her yeah Yeah, but like that's not you know what I mean I'm just saying it's not that's not like justifiable behavior it's not like oh you don't know it's like oh he cheats on her Yeah, but that's for her to decide. I mean, yeah, she makes that decision. I'm just saying it's not like she's just like, I don't like him. I don't like his personality. Right, right, right. But I think like um, as friends, we're there to pick up the pieces. You know what I mean? If it doesn't go well, like you're still going to be there for her no matter what. Yeah, but you also don't want to see your friend have to pick up the pieces. Like you want to prevent her from having to go through the pieces. But I think at this point, now that they're engaged, it's almost too far gone. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that point may have that ship may have sailed you know what i mean yeah i mean i don't, I don't know. know so there's nothing she can do well if she's she it seems like she's moved past the fact oh, that the they're yeah i guess she's accepted now it. it's more mm-hmm. about like the she's the maid of honor and has to give a speech and what does she say that's not lying but also um sweet. you can find a really amazing poem 
like a love yeah, poem yeah, yeah. that like makes you think of their relationship or whatever and like incorporate that somehow. There's yeah. ways to like. I mean, there's, uh, yeah, like I said, there's a ways to focus on her only and not. And, and your relationship with her, not their relationship, your yeah, yeah. friendship mm-hmm. over the years and how you've noticed since then and the first time you saw her and she had braces and she spilled pudding on her shirt, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. That's cute uh-huh. and everyone's going to laugh. Yeah, and I think yeah, that'll yeah. keep it light. I your was f- going to say, keep it light and funny. Your and friend funny. knows how you feel about him. There's yeah. no right. need, Yeah. So yeah. there's a way around it. Yeah. Yeah. But there's nothing she can do to get her away from this guy, huh? It says she's had many conversations, yeah. so I'm guessing no. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say abort mission. Um, Elsie, Tanya, uh, just in a nutshell, she wants to know how to move on. She says she's you've talked about your long term relationship and how difficult it was to get over it, and she's going through that right now. It's been four months mm. since they ended it. It wasn't a very bitter breakup. They did it together, but she wants some advice on what she can do to move on. I'm not religious. I am in therapy. I downloaded Bumble. But it made me more depressed. Yeah. I, w- I didn't start. I mean, I'd hold off on the dating apps for a while. Um, I would read. It's called a breakup because it's broken. And that sounds so stupid. But that book is so fantastic. It really like kind of breaks it down and kind of makes you feel a lot better. And like not like what you're going through isn't permanent. Not Yeah, it's not permanent. And it's also you're not like crazy for feeling the way that you're feeling. Mm hmm. Um, so I would recommend that book. I really enjoyed. I read that book three times. Um, yeah, I always, I always take it to the next step. Do you know what I mean? Like it's never just like Tanya. Like, oh, here's one thing. It's like I take it to the next level. Like um, three times. So I read it three times and highlighted it. And um, I would just say, kind of try and go out with your friends. Spend a lot of time with your friends. Um, I didn't really like being alone. Mm-hmm. That was like my biggest Still thing. Don't. I, well, I think the thing is, like, when you come out of a relationship, you're used to doing things in pairs. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you're yeah. used to going to weddings with somebody. Or you're companion. Going, everything is like, oh, yeah. Like, you're just used to having that person. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the first couple things that you do when you, and you're just by yourself, I think it's, like, really um, yeah. jarring. Yeah. You know? So, I think just, like, spending time hanging out with your friends, hanging out with your family, just, like, keeping busy is, like, super important. What are you reading now? You said over the weekend you did some reading when you weren't watching... 40 oh, yeah. hours a time. Um, <laughs> it's called uh, You're a Badass. Oh, I want to read. Wait, I think it's You Are a Badass. I don't know. I, a listener recommended it to me. Oh, JoJo posted a. Uh, That's the same book. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah she yeah, was yeah. like, it's really good. Yeah. How to stop doubting your greatness and start living an awesome life. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag getting my mojo back. Jen's maybe I need that's maybe that's my mojo. The start of my mojo. Coming yeah. Back. I'm really I was like I went two pages in and wanted to vomit. But that was just because I wasn't feeling well. <laughs> um, But that's what I'm reading. You should get it. We should read Why it together. Why did you want to vomit? Because I wasn't, I was feeling sick. I don't know. Oh, oh, you were saying because like you had to stop reading because it was hard I mean, to look at. Yeah. Pages. Yeah. Got it. I was like, okay. Do you no, ever no. read? You never read fiction, huh? Uh, Becca. I love. I love. Weirdly, I love to read. Like if I get a book and mm-hmm. I, I'm like zoned in, don't want to do. It's kind of how I get when I'm like binge watching a show. Like I don't want to do anything until I finish the book. But it takes like it takes a good story. It takes a good first few pages to cap like hold sure. my attention. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read Redeeming Love? Oh my, that was my favorite book that's of like, all time. That's fiction, but it's based off based of a on Bible. Story. Yeah, Bible story. Yeah. Um, I like this from Amanda. It's kind of funny. It says, "Hi, Becca, Tanya, and friends. This made me laugh, and I just thought I would share with you guys. I was re-listening to old podcast episodes today, in particular episode five, 
double texting dilemma, I decided to see how far this dilemma goes. So went straight to my boyfriend. So she says, she sent a screenshot of her text. So she says, need your opinion because of the topic that's being discussed on my podcast. Does double texting matter after you are dating? And he said, what's double texting? And she said, hey, how are you? What do you want to do tonight? Then she said, this is now a quad text. And he said, LOL, damn, blowing me up. <laughs> and she said, are you still into me? And he said, absolutely. Oh. See, double texting is okay. After you're dating. After you're dating. <laughs> I do 14 texts in a row and things are going just fine. <laughs> um, thanks, Amanda. And thanks for re-listening to episodes. Yeah. That's what oh, I like wow. to hear. I okay, love this girl that says, hi, friends. We're friends, right? <laughs> I don't even know what her email says. I just love her. Oh. Uh, Um, We could do it. Okay, since you started it. I've been in love with one of my guy friends for years. I dated someone else, but as soon as that ended, I I was immediately drawn back to this friend of mine. I don't think he feels the same way, but it's hard to say. We're kind of friends with benefits, but not on a regular basis, and kind of because it's G-rated. I'm also saving myself for marriage. That itself has been going on for like a year and a half. I'm confused, but I don't want to lose our relationship. I feel like that could happen if I'm honest with my feelings. Have you ever been in a friends with benefits situation? Do you think there are ever any feelings behind it or are they just using you? Curious for your opinions. I'm 24. I want to be married and have a family desperately. I'm too old to be doing the FWB thing. Although I don't think that's true. I think a lot of people your age do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I feel like Robert and I, before we started dating oh, yeah. in a relationship or friend, like friends with benefits, there's always feelings. <laughs> I think yeah. so too. There, so. There's at least feelings on one side, but yeah. I feel like there's some feelings on well, both sides. Well, there has to be yeah. some sort Something. of reciprocation. Yeah. It's just like, how deep is that? Is it enough to be in a relationship or is it just to entertain while you're waiting? You cannot to- make right. a, I don't know anyone that can just like, well, girls that just hook up with a dude that they're not attracted to and oh. into yeah yeah, yeah. i could attra- never do that i'd bark Ew. you have to be attracted to them and that is a good percentage of all the way there you right. know what yes. i'm saying maybe it's only halfway or yeah. something but it's a chunk of it yeah mm-hmm. so he's attracted 80%. to you yeah he's attracted to you that's mm-hmm. a huge bonus right there mm-hmm. but can you convert this into a relationship that's the question all What's, depends on what is g-rated so meaning like they're probably just like making out yeah or like Oh, I think it'd be more than that. Laying down no, kissing. I, I call that laying down kissing. I don't think he's coming around just to make out, though. There's got to be, and obviously they're not going all the way, but I'm thinking there's somewhere in between. Right. Oh, like they get naked again. Hand stuff. I think there's some nakedness. Hand stuff. I don't think so. I think because she's saying G rated <laughs> and she's saving down. herself for marriage, I don't think that this girl is. Laying like, down kissing with clothes on. That's what that is. <laughs> I guarantee you she will write us back. It's laying down kissing with clothes but on. But then he's got more feelings than that because he's clearly not. Quote unquote, using her for anything if it's right. just laying down no, kissing. Right. <laughs> they like each other. What? Laying down kissing. <laughs> what is so funny? Are we 12? <laughs> My friend Rich invented laying down kissing and it sums up everything you need to know because that's what they're doing. Wait, what? This, I don't get this. <laughs> laying down kissing. How do we know? Because she said G rated. I know, but that could be standing up. Yeah. No, no, no. Because <laughs> that's just a kiss. She she wouldn't have said I don't know if she understands movie ratings that well. Because you're right. G ratings couldn't be more than kissing. Guys, G rated is just kissing but, in the movie. But I don't think guys see that as benefits. Laying down, Shh. kissing with clothes on. I will bet you each $100. Oh, please, Hannah. Come yeah. back. I what, mean, let's, Hannah. Let's email her right now and see if she responds. Okay. Erica, yeah. Erica's $100 each. Right now. Please define. I have my checkbook. 
Okay. They are laying down kissing with clothes on, maybe sometimes not, but that's I say it's the... more R-rated and there is at least nudity. I think involved. they're maybe kissing standing up and I don't no, laying think down anything. Kissing. Rolling uh, around, laying right, down, down kissing. Amy clothed. Clothed kissing. <laughs> laying down kissing. Like a shirt a groping, groping. A shirt could come off, but it's very G-rated. Like the shirt high off school. is not G-rated. Totally is. No, it's not. Uh, no, it's not. Sure we're going G-rated. We're yeah. going first base. That's what she's saying. It's okay. Like first base. First base. I cannot wait to win this. All right. Wait, Becca. I, what do you say? Are you paying us? Kissing. Stand, yeah. Everything standing up, like kissing, standing up. Just What's kissing. Her email? Yeah. Not even laying down. No groping. No nothing. Nothing. Tanya. I'm saying kissing, not laying down. Just straight vertical. Oh wait, horizontal. Wait, are they standing <laughs> or laying down? <laughs> standing up would be vertical. Vertical kissing. Okay. Uh, clothes on. And um, I'd say maybe some maybe some boob touching. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> that's, that's about as far as I'll go. All right. I'm saying that it's more than this. Otherwise, he's not coming around. Okay. No, what? That's so... I think he likes her. He has strong feelings for her if he's just coming around and make out every once in a while. That's strong but feelings. I also don't know how long it's been. That might just be the groundwork he's I laying. also think that they're like conservative Christians and he is like very like probably raised to be like respectful and likes her, but mm-hmm. isn't gonna do anything. Oh, I know. I wish I wouldn't have said my boob touching, but it's fine. You're done. I'm boob touching. I put it down. Let me ask you this. When you're laying down kissing, yeah. are you in the missionary position? <laughs> You can be. You can so, be any. But that, now you're be, getting into dry humping, and that's could, a whole another level. No, they could be on a couch. Like, you know, on The Bachelor when she, like, got on top of him, and it was kind of like they were making out, but it was a little aggressive. Get I've that. emailed because Hannah. Lane, Thank you, so. Erica. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Erica. Okay. Okay. Um, wait. Let Hannah know. Spoiler alert. We can change her last name. Or her name. Or her name. Well, we yeah. know it's Hannah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Right, she's stuck with that. Forwards, okay. backwards, okay. it's the Got same. Got it. Yeah. It is Hannah. Sorry, Hannah. Um, okay. Do we dive into my emotional problems? That oh, you know what? I saw the email that was about... Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's too much. I like the email that was like... Um, talking about... She's like torn on which side, to, on the Robert thing. That's what I was talking about. Oh. Yeah. Fine, well, now you've talked about it it's so much. It's fine. Okay. It's not that bad. Yeah. It's not about your emotional baggage. Go, Mark. Read it for us. Okay. Hi, Becca, Tanya, and Mark. Obsessed with the podcast. I do have some questions after y'all have been diving into Becca's emotional problems. What are Robert's thoughts regarding all of this, especially with giving some of the details of the relationship? You want to tackle that one one at a time here? Yeah. Um, I haven't talked to him. I don't think he... I can't imagine that he loves it because it's somewhat personal, but I also think that we only speak highly of him like if anything this has definitely been a thing where I talk about my issues and how he did everything right and there was just something missing so um and I think it's a part of your story you know what I mean like you were in a relationship right yeah yeah um so it just is one of those things where everyone also knows who he is right so it makes it a little more complicated but I don't think I've tried to make sure that anything I say about Robert is positive because there was nothing really negative to say about him to be honest Mm. tanya thinks timing is the issue i hope it is and that there's hope for becca and robert again but i feel like we can assume that becca has not met her guy after speaking with the therapist and the life coach would you agree with that well it was like two weeks ago so yeah no but she's saying you in in your life you have not met the guy oh like i i haven't already met him yeah your soulmate your future husband you've not met him yet i would say no i think (laughs) What are the chances Robert is your future husband? 
Scale of one to a hundred. Wow. Whoa. What's wrong with that? That's me. I'm just throwing one to a hundred. Not the email. <laughs> no, it wasn't. One to oh, that was like it's a hundred percent, zero percent. Oh, fifty because I'm like not a hundred percent sure, but I'm also not a hundred percent not sure. Not. That's sure. pretty good though. Uh, so anyway, Peyton says she's torn on which side to pick. Optimistic about the rekindling or optimistic about Becca finding her person that's not Robert. Not ruling him out. That could be the answer. Anyways, listening to y'all is the highlight of my week. Thank you for being a light to so many people. Peyton, oh, that's so, so nice. sweet. Thank you, Peyton. Peyton. Come um, to my side, Peyton. Yeah. Well, <laughs> come to my side. I don't know. I mean, I feel like he, I kind of feel like he's dating right now. So it's kind of like, I don't want to, I don't want to be like, oh, we could maybe get together in the future because I don't expect him or want him to wait around for me to figure it out. So, right. As of now, no rekindling. Right. But you know what? A chapter might end, but doesn't mean the book is finished. I did not. I was, that actually worked out well for you because I did. think that came off the oh, top of your head. The bar is low. We weren't expecting yeah. that to go so well. <laughs> oh, thank good, you. Uh, that Becca, right why now. were you not on Winter Games? That's uh, Alicia sent that in. Um, I was not on Winter Games because I um oh I wasn't on. They asked me to be on Winter Games, or they asked me to. Asked me if I wanted to do it. And when I initially heard about Winter Games, I was all about it. I thought it was going to be like Road Rules meets Bachelor. Right. And I had a like few the challenge. Yeah, like something more like where it was more about the competition and then the dating stuff just happened naturally because girls and guys were living in the same house. But I don't know why I thought it was going to be different. But in true Bachelor form, it was the date cards and the rose ceremonies. And I just didn't want to go through that again. Um, that was about it. It's Have not, you been watching it? I watched the first episode and then like half of the second episode. Are you good at winter sports? I'm good at sports. She's but I'm okay. not, I didn't grow up in the snow, so I don't know how I would fare. I'm pretty athletic. But you don't look at that athletic. and say, oh, man, that Norwegian guy, I really could have. I feel like the American guys are the guy. hottest guy. Like, I would have been into the American guys. So really? It, yeah, I would have been like, I probably would have been like, oh, I, let's go on a date with Ben again and see if this <laughs> can happen round two. I like Jordan. Who? Which one is he? Is that not right? I don't think that's his name. Jordan. Oh. The guy from New Zealand? Uh, yeah. The one that was The Bachelor and he mm-hmm. like flipped a coin or whatever? So hot? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't. There was no one that was like, oh, but so not to Benoit. 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 I love name? Yuki. Wait, are you guys like That's watching his name? The same Benoit. Show? Yeah. Oh, Benoit. Benoit. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's spelled Benoit. Oh, Benoit. Yeah, okay. yeah. Benoit. Jeez, everyone's looking at me like I'm from Mars. <laughs> that just makes me realize there's a street in our neighborhood in our neighborhood called Benoit, and I wonder if it's Benoit. Benoit. Oh, I bet it is. Interesting. All right. I think we got to wrap it. Hannah has not responded. I'm oh. sorry. We may have to pay it off oh, just next, next week. Okay, yeah. we have a lot of things to do next okay, week. Okay, but let me write this down because I, I messed yeah. this up this week. All right, next week, Grey's Anatomy quiz. Uh, how well do you know each other quiz? Uh, you're going to bring in the Pop-Tarts with butter. We forgot that this week. Yeah, I'm going to bring them. They're going to be life-changing for everyone in this room. All right, oh. and we're going to find out what Hannah's idea of a G-rated Friends with Benefits is. We'll get her phone number. We'll get her on. wait. Hi, so I'm going to be $100 richer? You mean I am? Are you giving everyone $100? Well, that's what we need to figure out. Well, because also it's going to be tough because you, Becca, and Tanya basically agree. No. No? She's what? saying laying down. Oh, you're she saying standing up. touching. I said standing up, kiss, okay. no boob. Stand up. No, yeah. yeah. Becca's going to lose. Stand up. 
there, nobody would call that G-rated friends with benefits. That's just Hannah, like Hannah. I am kiss. ready for a hundred dollars. So here's what we can also do. We'll end the podcast, but if you guys are still here when Hannah responds, we'll addend it after the, right, the right. music. Oh, plays. an addendum. Right. I don't even know what that means. Oh, great. Do we already talk about the Grey's Anatomy quiz? Yes, yes I forgot. Said. I'm sorry. I forgot to do but that. But also, I'm like so pissed that there hasn't been new ones. <gasps> because of Winter Games. Because of Winter yeah. Games. Isn't that interesting? Because of the real Winter Games. Yeah. That's why. The uh, Olympics. No, but ABC is screwing us with All these shows go games. off during the Olympics. This is us. Well, that's yeah. NBC. But Grey's Anatomy, we're still going to get 24 of them or 25, whatever it is. You're still going to get your full complement. They're just off for a while. I watched enough Good oh, Doctor. I, before we end... I watched the last Grey's Anatomy episode that y'all were oh, like yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. I liked I liked oh. it better than Bailey's episode. Me okay. too. Me too. It me was, too. Yeah. It was solid. Can somebody refresh on what happened? That's the thing. It's hard to say I what happened. Oh, they're all trying to come up with something. The the skin, yeah. the glu- new yeah, the right, skin, yeah. the like new private parts. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, the spleens, the yeah. hundred spleens. The mini spleens right. And right. It, yeah. yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it's fine. Totally fine. Yeah. yeah. Solid. Yeah. Solid episode. All right, so uh, thanks everyone for being here. Thank you, Thread Up, and thank you. Yeah, thank you, Thread Up. Thank you, Bioclarity. Bioclarity. Thank you for all the emails. We had even more that we didn't get to get to, but keep sending them in. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll get to read every email we have printed. Scrubbing in at iHeartMedia.com. And we are getting to the point now where that might be impossible because we're getting a lot. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a good thing. Keep sending them in. We're very happy. The emails are the best, and y'all are so fun, and the topics are so interesting since I don't have anything like that going on in my personal life right now. Can we also try and make a point to do something this week? like um, To get my mojo back? Yeah. Or both of our mojo, I guess. Yeah. Let's make a point. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, All right. Well, thank y'all for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you know exactly when the new podcasts come out. Mm -hmm. Be like, uh, what was her name who re-listened? Be like her (laughs) and go back and listen to all of our podcasts. And you know what would be nice? If you do enjoy the podcast, maybe maybe you could leave a nice little note, um, like a little comment saying how much you like it. You know what would help us to do that on iTunes? Because you know why? Oh, yeah. Leave a comment on a, iTunes. I am a listener now of, of podcasts. I listen to other podcasts. Yeah, sure. And I find myself looking at their ratings. And if they don't have a 5.0, I don't listen. And I read the comments. So leave us nice comments. Isn't that the world, though? You don't buy anything without comments. Yeah. You don't go to a restaurant without yeah. reading comments. It's all about comments nowadays. It's so true. <laughs> People's opinions matter. Yeah. So share yours. Yeah, so share yours. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening once again. We are so happy to do this podcast. It's one so of my happy. favorite parts of the week. Uh. <laughs> we love y'all. Keep sending emails. Have an amazing week, mm-hmm. and happy Tuesday, time of death. You going to call it? 1507. <laughs> Got the You're math again. It Come on, Hannah.